Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. When I first hear that bassoon and the way that its plaintive sound wafts around the orchestra, I, you know, I, I, all I can think of is being above those plains in the Ukraine, all those plains in the Waikato during uh, the Battle of Orako. 2022 marks the 75th anniversary of the New Zealand Symphony Orchestra. To celebrate, we're asking 10 New Zealanders to talk about a piece of music they love, and we're pairing them with 10 musicians from the NZSO who have their own intimate understanding of how the music works. Well, I have chosen Stravinsky's The Rite of Spring. From Bird of Paradise, the NZSO and RNZ, this is Crescendo. I'm Clarissa Dunn. I first heard it as a 16-year-old boy, Māori boy, in Gisborne. This is novelist, short story writer, playwright, scriptwriter and librettist, Witi Ihimaira. Ko rongopai o Waitungi, te marae, ko ōkāhu atu, te maunga, o Witi Ihimaira a hau o te whānau ākai, a he uri a hau o Wipere. I mean, whoever heard Stravinsky in Gisborne at the age of 16? And it was conducted by a Ukrainian conductor, Igor Markovich. And ever since, I've kind of like been a fanboy for Igor Markovich's uh, uh, conducting. And whoever heard of Igor Markovich? So I thought about Igor Markovich being from Kiev. My name is Alexander Gunchenko. Many people know me as Sasha. I play double bass in the Indian Symphony Orchestra and originally I came from Ukraine. Yes, it's, I mean, you know, for the last four months, it, you know, there's always something that, you know, at the back of your mind, it just never goes away. It's like, you know, it's something gets heavier, heavier, heavier. And the thing about it was that it just reminded me so totally of my own people, of Longopai. Its music was so savage and barbaric, I kept on thinking of our experiences um, during the New Zealand wars. And of course, I've mentioned the Rongopai, my meeting house. And it was the closest description in music I could find to our experiences in war um, during the um, New Zealand wars. So whenever I go back to Waitangi and go into Rongopai, the music I hear in my head is Stravinsky's Rite of Spring. I mean, for me, it's not as hard as for people there. You know, I know musicians who 
um, you know, who fights and who went to the war. They don't want to do that. I know, you know, one um, guy, I don't know him personally, but I know through friends, he, he died, he'd been killed. He is, you know, he played from Bond in professional orchestra. And yeah, it's, it's quite, yeah, quite unbelievable, quite hard to comprehend. So this is why recently, during, because of the Ukraine war, I have been thinking of the kinds of relationships between peoples over that period of, of 100 years, and in particular, what happened at Mariupola, that's the Māori for Mariupol, where um, Ukrainian men, women and children uh, were within uh, the, um, the steelworks and they then had to, were under siege there. And so that reminded me of an event that happened to Māori in our particular uh, period, uh, something which was similar to the um, Avastyle Island Steelworks, where um, 300 Māori uh, women, men and children fought the might of 1,500 British troops to a standstill at Ōrāko in March, April 1864. And I thought to myself, this is where my connection is. My connection is with the inhumanity of war, but also in the fact that I could respond at this very visceral uh, level um, to this music and, um, and shift its meaning into, in, into my own. The Rite of Spring has been provoking visceral responses in listeners for more than a century. Famously, the audience rioted in Paris when the piece was first performed. Stravinsky felt himself to be a conduit for powerful forces, as Sasha Gunchenko explains. The way he composed the piece, the way uh, how he withdrew himself from all of the classical traditions, where it was just so much ahead ahead of time you know it's um, no one could believe you could do that but as he said himself um, music just I just hear the music it just come out of me so I just like a little transmitter between you know, what I hear and and what what I deliver what I was hearing from him was this kind of soul music. How was he to know that a 16-year-old schoolboy in 1959 would even listen to this music that he had recorded in Europe uh, and, and, and that in Aotearoa, New Zealand, it would have this huge impact? I mean, I died and went to heaven when I first heard it. And every time I hear it, my bones are still recovering. Had I known that um, two years later that Stravinsky was visiting New Zealand as a guest conductor, I would have just walked there and fanboyed him. I would have walked from Gisborne to Wellington, you know, just to, just to fanboy him there. In 1961, Igor Stravinsky conducted the National Orchestra, as the NZSO was then, in a series of performances, including the Rite of Spring. 
It was a huge honour for the orchestra, but also something of a challenge, given the great composer's reputation for rigour. From what I hear from stories, it is you know, it's quite a phenomenal time for the orchestra. For um, I think it's, you know, it just gave massive boost to the orchestra. And he, if, if you, I watch some of his, some of Stravinsky's rehearsals, and uh, he's, you know, he's not very. I think he's a lovely man, but he, when he presents himself, he's not fluffy. <laughs> like he's very serious, and he's very demanding. And on all of his rehearsal, he's like, no, stop, 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 no. Like, he's so precise with what, what he wrote. He said, please, play what's in the music. Over time, Sasha's learned more about what the Rite of Spring demands of a musician. Yeah, it's not particularly hard in terms of um, technical demands and technical ability. I mean, just a few places, they're just fast, but not super demanding it's just rhythm and precision this is what um, like it's super important um, you pay maximum attention you can possibly can to the uh, markings in the music and of course counting counting it just it just need to you need need to be able to flow into you can't go into one two one two you have to be one one two three one one you know like all of the things you just have to be relaxed and just count as it comes just to try to understand what Stravinsky wanted to, to say. So, you know, in terms of technical abilities and professionalism as a user of the tools of the orchestra, that's quite, um, he, he's up there. But the way how he could combine different instruments to create unique sounds that, you know, when you listen to the first time, you just like, what's that? You just you don't understand. Like, you know, all of a sudden, this big bang. It's like, what happened? Like, who, who did this? Like, you, you don't expect sounds that orchestra, that come out of the orchestra, just because he's, I don't know, he just heard it. He heard it in his head. And then when you hear the syncopated rhythms of the thickened movement, it's absolutely, it just jolts you completely. I keep on thinking of myself flying across the fields at Orako or flying across this landscape in the Ukraine. And so to us, the name of Vladimir Zelensky is now as familiar to us and to me as Tekoti Arikirani. In the battle or bombing locations with name places, you know, I associate them with name places of my valley, with Odessa, Mariupol, the Donbass, the Donetsk, the Luhansk, Kharkiv, Kherson, Zaporizhia, Severodonetsk, and especially Mariupol. They have become my places. They have become my whenua.
頑張って頑張ってカーラカーラあ頑張って頑張ってカーラカーラ変な一手たがたぷふるふるなあなあなあパカピティテラおおふぱねこぱねふぱねこぱねピティテラ Crescendo was presented by me, Clarissa Dunn. Produced and written by Noelle McCarthy for Bird of Paradise Productions, with a sound mix by Mark Chesterman. Kakite ano. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. Or call 877 351 Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.